welcome to the Loose Lips Coaching Panel podcast. I'm Karen Dyer, self-empowerment coach. I'm Linda Archer, breakup and divorce coach. And I'm Nina Kundi, the relationship coach. and welcome to the Loose Lips Coaching Panel and today we have a really tasty topic. So over the last few weeks we've obviously all been following the Amber Heard and the Johnny Depp trial and we wanted to just come on and share some of our thoughts and findings and obviously as you can imagine this is our opinion um, towards how we feel um, the trial went and obviously the verdict as well. So Karen, I'm going to come straight to you because I know obviously we have been discussing this and it is really, really interesting. Tell me, what are your thoughts on the verdict, first of all, the fact that Johnny Depp actually won the case? Yeah, I'm glad he won. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I don't have anything against Amber Heard. I think actually she's probably quite unwell Mm -hmm. yeah yeah she certainly has a lot of wounding I imagine from childhood I think that's where a lot of that behavior came from but I think just the sheer amount of lies that came out of her mouth yeah I just I don't know I think when a lot of people felt when they were watching it that Johnny was very honest and he kind of said put his hand up and said yeah I did that it wasn't great I did it yeah whereas there was no accountability on her part at all really she was just I'm the victim I'm the victim and actually I think that's a horrific thing that she's done to genuine victims because she's put herself out there as a victim as an abused woman and I think she didn't come across to me that way at all no and I I totally get where you're coming from and I myself I'm really happy that Johnny won and um like you said, you know, obviously nothing against Amber Heard. However, you know, I feel from um, just from the work that I do with abused women that it's been a long, long time that we've been fighting for women to be able to have that safe space in order for them to speak up and speak out about some of the abuse um, that they've been through. And as you know, you know, I'm one of those women myself. And I just feel that, yeah, Johnny was very authentic he was genuinely upset that he had portrayed that side of him. And I'm not saying he's a saint because I do believe that the relationship between the two of them were very volatile relationship. However, absolutely. Yeah. There was a lot of toxic, toxic, um, you know, circumstances, scenarios that went on between the two of them. However, you know, to go as far as saying that, it was physical, mental, and sexual abuse. I was quite shocked myself when I was watching the trial and especially noticing the different emotions and the, the different facial expressions and the fact that she would be crying one minute, but then smiling to a solicitor the next minute. It was yeah. like, to me, it just didn't add up at all. And, no. you know, from a coach who, who works with people who have been ab- abused in the past, you know, the mannerisms that she was coming out with didn't make sense at all. No, no. Well, we were saying, weren't we, about the whole, there was a bit where she barricaded herself in the room because she was in fear of her life. 
Yeah. And then the next minute she's popping a sleeping pill to get a night's good night's sleep. And you're like, well, if you're in fear of your life, there's no way you'd be going to sleep. You'd be on high alert, keeping yeah. an ear out. Where is he? What's he doing? Is he trying to get in? You Absolutely. wouldn't be taking a pill so you could get some sleep if you genuinely thought your life was in danger. I, that just I was just like, I don't get where this woman is coming from. It doesn't no. make any sense to me. No, and, and the thing is, I, I totally understand. I could really relate to that as well because there was an incident in my past where I had to barricade myself and my little puppy in a bedroom and it was horrific I was shaking from head to toe I was on the phone to a friend I couldn't sleep I couldn't calm down and I've been in that situation and in that scenario where the slightest noise or the slightest bang you absolutely think that they're coming through the door so you know I just I just find that there was a lot of lies and also her body language didn't match and the, the way she was right. portraying an abused person. And what I found quite shocking, if I'm honest with you, is that, that she kept telling everybody she was an ambassador for abused women. And, you know, and the fact that she, you know, she's wanting people to stand out and speak about their truth when a lot of the stuff that she said was unrelatable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what are your thoughts, Linda? I think a lot of what you were saying before, Nina, just about the aftermath, about how abused women are being portrayed, you know, for years and years, we've been trying to build it up for a safe space for them. It's just mm-hmm. been knocked down, hasn't it? But Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting because I know on social media, once the trial, the verdict came in, Um, social media blew up and obviously Johnny had a lot of support out there from um, people around the globe really uh, which was wonderful to see and like I said I never for one minute imagined that Johnny was a saint but I don't believe that he deserved like the pictures that she was taking in my mind you wouldn't take those kind of pictures of your partner and send them to friends laughing and joking if you were scared of what the outcome would be yeah the fear would be massive Nina you wouldn't even go there so I just but it's interesting isn't it how such a you know, a celebrity couple, you know, it was highlighted that they were in a toxic relationship. And, you know, there was a lot of support for Johnny. There was there was support for Amber Heard, don't get me wrong. But on the other side of things, I believe this is not just the first time she's done it. She's actually portrayed herself as an, a victim of abuse before with a previous partner as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with regards to sexual abuse. But I mean, even the way she spoke, she didn't speak as if she were actually a victim. Like the language that she used and the way she came across. I mean, I yeah. it was even quite noticeable in that interview, like with uh, Susanna Guthrie or whatever her name was. You know, she was sort of saying to her, so you never instigated violence kind of thing. And she was her answer was, well, I never needed to. Now, somebody who's been abused would not be sitting there saying, well, I never needed to. What does that mean? It sounds like well, I wanted to instigate violence, but I didn't have to because he started it. Mm. It wasn't a no, which no. is what the answer would be. I mean, I've been a juror. Like that. Yeah. yeah, I've been a juror on a sexual abuse case and there wasn't, unfortunately, enough evidence to convict. Yeah. But everyone on the jury felt from the testimony that we'd heard that something had happened to those 
well, they were girls at the time, they were underage, but, you know, there wasn't enough evidence to actually be able to convict at that point because it was sort of 20 years later yeah. that it got yeah, brought yeah. to court. But mm -hmm. the way that they were on the stand, you could see quite clearly that they were genuine victims, that something truly horrible had happened to them, just the way they answered the questions, their body language, their yeah. facial expressions, their, the emotions that they were struggling with, you know, you could see it and you just didn't see that with Amber Heard at all. No, no, and I, you know, I thought it, it was very, um, it's calculated the word that I'm looking for, very staged is probably a better way of saying it. You know, her responses were very staged. It was as if, you know, she'd been told exactly what she needed to say or, you know, cause it was, she, she, you know, she, a lot of the times it was, I have no recollection of that. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, as an abused person, you have every recollection, especially when you're still in the midst of it. I mean, I know later on in life, you tend to block it out because it's painful and you don't want to go back there. But with it being so raw, she would have had to have gone through and relived all of those scenarios again. So she would have remembered intimate details regarding what, what had actually happened. And the fact that she dismissed quite a lot of it tells me that, you know, she really didn't have any recollection of what went on. No, I think the bits that she remembered that seemed very genuine to me, where he'd said horrible things to her that hurt her feelings, you could see genuine emotion and pain on her when she was recalling those things that he'd said yeah. to her. Yeah. But then mm. she'd go off into the bits about the violence and it would be just like, kind of quite emotionless or very melodramatic emotion that just yeah. didn't seem real or you know when the way she was the emphasis always seemed to be on the things he'd said that hurt her yeah rather absolutely than physical yeah. violence which didn't fit with what she was saying and what was you saying before Karen about the behavior specialist you'd watch something with regards yeah to well I found it quite fascinating because like there were bits where clearly I thought, you know, she's being overly emotional, she's putting it on, and the constant looking at the jury, that was just weird. Why are we constantly making eye contact with the jury every time you said something? It was just unnatural. Yeah. I just thought, oh, this is just quite bizarre, and I don't really know what I'm seeing, but I know I don't feel like it's genuine. So, mm. yeah, there's some behaviour experts that have a panel, and they actually watched all of the trial recordings and then they kind of analyzed her body language and behavior but they yeah. also watched a load of her interviews and things where she wasn't under stress where she was doing something she was enjoying so they could do a baseline because it's not just about oh someone's raising their eyebrows that means they're lying or whatever or they're looking in the wrong direction it's a combination of different things that have to come together yeah. for them to be yeah. able to say yeah we think that's deception and they weren't saying whether she was her or Johnny were guilty or innocent or anything like that. They were literally just analysing what they were seeing compared to the baseline information that they'd looked at. Yeah. Yeah, it was just really fascinating. And yeah. Yeah. It's interesting though, isn't it? How, you know, and the thing is, she is, don't get me wrong, she's a very, very, very good actress. And, you know, I do believe that there are some elements of truth within what she was saying. Oh, yeah. And I think a lot of it was also over exaggerated but again that's just my opinion on the matter and I just think that you know from a behavior point of view with regards to a physical or an emotionally abused person 
there's a lot of guilt that they carry and a lot of embarrassment because, you know, and just going from personal experience, you know, you question yourself as to whether you are responsible for this behaviour. And to see her on the stand clearly pointing that finger and taking no responsibility whatsoever, that made me question as to whether it was real or whether it was um, obviously fabricated. Yeah. And interestingly, like the behaviour experts were saying, like you could see Johnny felt guilt or shame or, you know, with some of the stuff that was coming out, it was obviously deeply personal and not something you'd want everybody to know. Yeah. And they were talking about that. And they were actually saying that she seemed quite happy or her expressions were quite positive, shall we say, when he was being human felt clearly was exhibiting humiliation or some kind of suffering she actually yeah. seemed to kind of get off on it which obviously is what if you're a narcissist yeah absolutely yeah definitely and the thing is you know that they're both they've both gone their separate ways which is wonderful to hear and you know good luck to each and every one of them because I at don't the think end, she has gone her separate way though is she I think, well, I mean, this interview that she did, I'm like, is that trying to lure him back into another argument? Because she, one of the psychologists was saying about how she had abandonment issues and you could really hear that in one of the audio tapes where Johnny was trying to leave because he didn't want things to escalate. He wanted to walk away and get some space to sort himself out. And she just would not let him go. She would just honour him and honour him. She wouldn't let him leave. There was very clear she has an issue with being left abandoned yeah and I think as much as she keeps saying she wants to move on I think she keeps trying to reel him back in and I think that's what this interview is partly PR trying to repair her reputation which was not a great success yeah. but I think also yeah. it's that trying to keep him in her life yeah absolutely we wouldn't let him go but the thing is and you could clearly see in one of the episodes as well that I watched where her text messaging to him was very manic and chaotic and it it was text after text after text after text and when he refused to come home she then would get violent and she would be aggressive with her words in the text message and the text messages went quicker and quicker and quicker. And that to me is definitely obviously a condition of somebody that does experience um, attention needs. Yeah. And the way she made fun of him as well and said, oh yeah, tell the world that you're an abused man, ha 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 kind of thing. Mm. Just thought that's not something someone who's a genuine domestic abuse victim would say. No, no. And I think that's where the jury saw through it all. And and rightly so, really, because, you know, her behaviour and her actions within the trial, the way she was towards her abuser or her, so to say, abuse, you know, uh, uh, alleged abuser is the word I'm looking for, was was just not aligned to what was coming out of her mouth, unfortunately. So, um but yeah, I hope she gets help. I hope she does get the help that she needs to move on. And if I'm I don't honest, think she recognises that she needs help, though, does she? That's the problem. Unfortunately, she thinks some people fine. that don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's the rest of the world that's the problem. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> but if any of this has touched you and you want to 
um, get in contact with us and you have a view of your own regarding the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial, or maybe you are somebody that would like to reach out and have a chat with us about a similar situation, then please, all you need to do is just contact us drop in so you've got Nina Kundi coaching you've got Karen Dyer and you've also got Linda and Archer there on Facebook and you can connect with any any one of us at any time you know domestic abuse toxic environments people do not have to live within these whether you are a male or female um you know reach out because there are help there's always help there for you so much say, it doesn't just have to be physical or sexual violence either no, emotional no. Abuse. Emotional I mean, they were emotionally yeah. abusive to each other. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So if you're, even if it's emotional abuse, and you know, you're still worthy. And the thing it. is, just before we, we leave, just to touch back on that, Karen, is that sometimes people don't realise that you could be in a relationship that really isn't healthy for you to be in. And people stay in these relationships because of low self-worth and they feel that if they leave this relationship, they're going to be left on the shelf. They're not going to have anybody else in their life. You know, it is very, very possible to find people who just are not compatible with each other. And if you're in one of those relationships, then please reach out because it's better to move away than to live a life within a toxic relationship and end up with your self-worth diminished. Absolutely. So much love to you all. And remember, keep being awesome. Bye for now. The Loose Lips Coaching Panel Podcast.